0: A wild heart tea party. Gather three of the longest whiskers in the woods. A single black peppercorn, slightly crushed. A square of the darkest, darkest chocolate. A china egg cup of fresh cherry juice. A drop from a thorn pricked finger. A snatch of cloud at dusk, a handful of mugwort from a child on the cusp, and a thimbleful of silver birch water. As you stir the ingredients together, sing to them. Sing the brightest song of joy that is in your heart and blend it with the deepest song of sorrow that lives there too. pour it all into the tea like you would draw up water from a special well stir and sing sing and stir sunwise or moonwise it matters not only that you stir and sing sing and stir have your favorite mug ready try to create a quietness around you with no artificial disturbances Drop a silver, silver, make sure it's sterling silver, teaspoon worth of the blended tea into a small cotton bag. Let your intuition guide your hand on the mix you use, because you are part of the creating after all. Maybe what sings from your wild heart is different to mine, a different type of ingredient. Fill the kettle with exactly the right amount of spring water you have collected yourself. Dawn or dusk, is up to you. When the water has boiled, for a moment leave it to find its own settling. Then very carefully pour it over your cotton bag of tea in your favourite mug and let it rest a wee while. A handful of minutes, however long it takes to know of itself, and so it can begin to weave about you. Take your time. Cradle the mug in your hands, let it warm them, but don't burn your pretty fingers. Slowly, inhale the smell of it. Exhale with an enormous sigh of relief, of release, of relax. Hmm. Let go of everything that has burdened you. Curl up in a space that feels nurturing if you can. It's completely okay if not, and sometimes we don't need to feel too comfortable when a story is concerned. Again, let the tea wrap itself about you. Take your time as you taste from that very first sip. Begin to follow the trail of a story that this very first sip might conjure to mind. As you close your eyes, let the story that the tea might be manifesting envelop you, hold you, carry you, open you to the medicines that are right there exactly for you, calling out to your wild heart. What word might be the beginning of a medicine trail? Now I happen to know that one very particular wild heart had very particular words called out to them. My, what big ears you have, this wild heart said. And I wonder what trail... These words are leading her on.
1: Whiskers. Whiskers in the woods. What kind of whiskers might these be? So my feet are very gently treading on the fallen leaves. And I'm looking for whiskers, because it can't just be any old whiskers. It's really important what the whiskers are. So as I just look on a tree close by, what I see is a very short, wiry whisker. And I think that might belong to a squirrel. And sure enough, as I look up into the tree, I see a grey squirrel, not a red squirrel. Because the gray squirrels are more common in these parts, and we're looking at, we're thinking about normal ordinary everyday inhabitants of this wood. So I look up and I can see the squirrel and it has a thing, and I suspect it's uh, settling down and starting to fill its nest up as autumn's coming. And the whiskgrass is wiry and short, and the squirrel moves very quickly and does lots of things furtively. And no, these are not the right whiskers. I'm not looking for whiskers for furtive things. I'm not looking for whiskers for savage things. I'm certainly not looking for whiskers that are tiny and timid things. But um, I'm looking for the whiskers that go with these ears. So I'm treading gently through underneath the trees. And over to my right, I see the silver birch tree, and I think about the water, the birch bark water, and realise that that would be coming dripping from the slivers of the bark after a heavy rainfall. So I can see where I could get this from. So I'm wondering now if perhaps there are more ingredients on this trail I'm walking along, and if they will point me towards the right whiskers. And indeed, there is a cherry tree, but the cherries are long gone. But I know, I know that cherries are short lived, the season is short. But the cherries are so, so sweet. So it's bearing in mind then that we're in a short season of whatever's going on looking for these whiskers. Maybe we're in an overall short season, or maybe we're coming to the end of a season. I'm still looking for these whiskers, and I see a badger in the undergrowth, a badger with wiry whiskers, angry and quite savage. I know that if I approach this badger, although this badger is actually probably one of my spirit animals from old, those whiskers are not the right whiskers they too wiry, they're too shouty, they're too I am bristling at you and I will scare you away, whiskers. No, not those whiskers. But as I wander along and I wander through the trees, I think about what kind of whisker I would want to find. Would I want to find a whisker that was sharp and pointy? Or would I want to find a whisker that had its own story? So what would the, what would this whisker look like? So I'm thinking, is that a patch of mugwort over there? It is indeed. Now to get that from a child on the cusp, would that be a joker or would that be would that be perhaps somewhere between a joker, a changeling, or even a seer? So a child between the worlds, maybe. So maybe that mugwort mugwort will come from between the worlds. Hmm. Is it mugwort or is it wormwood? They are similar, but very, very different. The pricked finger in my tea would say, I need to make a commitment as I walk between the worlds. Is it mugwort? Is it wormwood? Mmm. Mmm. I'm thinking about the whiskers. I'm thinking about the whiskers and how the right whiskers might, might be quite old whiskers. Whiskers that have been around a while. Whiskers that are learned whiskers. And I'm thinking to myself, is that a long whisker? And it is. And I see it there, as I see it often in my house at home. A long, white, slightly curling hair. It is indeed a whisker. A whisker that sometimes falls from my head and sometimes grows through my head and grows out of my chin in the wiry way they sometimes do. But the whisker I seek is the long white hair on my head. Fifty and more years worth of experience, knowledge, understanding, mistakes made and mistakes forgiven. And I think that's the whisker. That's the whisker. So, for a woman who's standing in the middle of a story in the middle of a wood surrounded by trees which are dampened from the rain, from which a thimbleful of birch bark water can be gleaned, and a cherry tree which no longer fruits but drops seeds which can grow slowly into something else, a woman walking between the worlds with the gift of mugwort, or is it wormwood, from the child on the cusp? I wish I could have a square of rich, dark chocolate just now, but it's enough that I can think of it and I can have that when the journey ends. Where does this long white whisker link to these ears? What do ears do? Ears listen, but ears also hear. It's not about just being told things. It's about being aware of things, the things that other people don't hear. It's knowing the things that other people may not think worth knowing. It's gathering that information and that knowledge and drawing it in, into that space in between the worlds, into that space that takes time to nurture like a cherry tree, takes time to grow just like the drops from the birch bark take time to assemble. So, the story says, the wisdom of fifty and more years has been found by the use of the big, big ears and the hearing and the understanding And by nurturing, I can grow more cherry trees and there will be more whiskers and the ears will be ever bigger and ever more sensitive. And those ears collect the information that others miss. Hmm.
0: Stay for a time, as these words open something within you, offer up another trail for you to follow, guiding you deeper and deeper and deeper on. What whisker do you
1: need to find?
0: After the drinking. After the trail following. Give the tea remains back to the earth with a little prayer of gratitude. It never needs to be more than a freely given breath. Don't think on it too hard. Let your world heart guide your act. Just make sure you do it. Your cotton tea bag is reusable. Simply give it a rinse through in hot water, and then you are ready at some point to begin again. If you dare, if you choose, don't be in a rush and don't forget to cherish the friendship of your favourite mug. Let this medicine trail that we have followed continue to meander about your present. Maybe revisit it once, twice, thrice. Drink in its richness and and notice where it tangles you in its thorns and brambles. Notice where it holds you fast and refuses to let you go. Then... And only then, when you are ready, thank it and carry on your way, knowing that it is now indelibly marked on your path, as well as ours.